Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Velocity Cast. This week, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about something that I have experienced several times in my life and that I'm going through now, and many of you have likely encountered as well, in your, uh, especially in your professional life. But I am, of course, talking about pivot points. And I want to define what I mean by a pivot, uh, the way that you can tell that one is approaching or that you are kind of at a, a fork in the road where you need to make a decision to carry on or pivot and some of the factors that go into these decisions, because, you know, it's not a, a sometimes cut and dry process. But pivot points are incredibly important because they represent places where there is exponential ability to grow and develop on the other side. And if you take advantage of them properly throughout your career, uh, this will allow you to find a better trajectory to achieve a higher end status or end position than if you were to never take advantage of them. So pivot points are incredibly important and it's something that we don't necessarily always realize is available. And so what do I mean by a pivot? So let's say you are working in your career or your job. And I'm sure many of you have kind of had this conversation with yourself where you say, okay, what's next? That you look at the position that you are in, in your current role. You look at what the growth trajectory is like in that position. So maybe, okay, cool. You know, from where I am now, I can become a manager. Once I'm in charge of a team or I have people reporting to me, then I can become a VP. And from there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, in traditional careers or occupations, the the ladder is often clearly defined, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy to climb, but at least there is some semblance of, you know, what is next or what are next steps. And in more traditional career paths, which by the way, there is absolutely nothing wrong with if that is something that you follow, in more traditional career paths, there is usually some precedent set or some type of prerequisite that is listed for advancing to the next stage. So it may require X years of experience. You may have had to manage people for a certain period of time. You may have had to hit certain professional milestones. Sometimes it requires some type of degree or certificate or passing some type of exam, certification exam, for example. Uh, that's kind of common in financial services, right? There are different you know, series exams that you need to uh, pass to take on certain roles. So often, or in some cases, it's clearly defined, you know, what the next steps are. But what I'm referring to when I talk about pivot points in particular, I'm referring to oftentimes non-traditional paths, uh, situations where you realize that the path that you are currently on has limited upside or limited growth potential. So, you know, you've heard the phrase dead-end jobs or maybe you're doing something where you don't see a clear path to growth to the next steps, whether it's a promotion or, you know, a raise or different opportunities to do different things. If you look forward and realize that the path that you are on now is likely not going to change, and if you do not like where that path is headed, or if you feel like the stagnation that you are facing right now, the lack of growth potential is going to lead to long-term unhappiness. Now, for some of you, you may be in that type of a position and growth potential doesn't really matter. Maybe you're in a job that you enjoy. You work with people you like. 
And that job affords you the opportunity to pursue hobbies, to spend time with family, to travel, whatever, especially if it's like a well-paying job. Even if it's not the most exciting thing, you may enjoy it because of the stability and because of the people you're with and, and all of that stuff is fine. So pivot points come out of necessity for those who are dissatisfied with their current position. And when I talk about a pivot, what I'm really referring to is a shift in what you're doing now, taking the path that you are on and going to a completely different path. Oftentimes it's going to be an adjacent path. So it's going to be something with similar skills or a carryover of skills. But sometimes, and you know, in certain situations, it's, it's necessary for the new path to look nothing like the old path, to be a complete resurgence or rebirth in career or a completely new pursuit. And all of these things have validity and we'll kind of dive into what they look like. So in the example that, that we were talking about, right, you're, you're in a role where you feel stagnant. There's no growth path. There's no trajectory. There's no clearly defined next steps for you to advance. And you start to get antsy, right? You're maybe, you know, many people don't like to feel stagnant for extended periods of time. They, they get antsy. They need to know what the next thing is. And so if you're in a position where that path is not clear, where it doesn't seem like there is a clearly defined next step. When you start to get antsy and you start to look towards the future, what you're going to probably start to do is look at your immediate network and see if there are opportunities or kind of warm intros that you can leverage from your network to get an interview at a different place. Many of you have probably already done this, right? Where you're kind of dissatisfied with your current job or your current role. And so you reach out to your friends, to your network, to people in, you know, that industry or an adjacent industry, and you try to get an introduction to somebody who can hire or has the power to hire at a different company. So that's kind of the simplest form of pivoting. And that happens often. And especially now in the modern world, it's, it's less frowned upon to kind of transition from uh, place to place, as long as you're there for a decent amount of time, you know, it's definitely, um, not as common now to stay at one place of employment for 20, 30, 40 years. That used to definitely be a more typical path. And now it's because there are more startups because there are, you know, technology has enabled so many industries to spring up, uh, has allowed for the tech, you know, technologification, if you will, uh, or techification of so many other jobs and industries that there are now a lot more opportunities. And this was seen kind of in the, in the wake of COVID, right? Where there was the, the mass exodus or the, the mass quitting of people and looking for new jobs. And now that's kind of settled down a little bit just because of the, the economic situation. But point being, there is more out there than there was. And so, you know, being a lifer at one company is way less common. And so it's, it's not really frowned upon to transition. The pivots that I find to be most valuable are the ones that are at least one level deeper than that. So, it, you know, it's not just looking for a similar job at a different company and kind of leveraging your network. 
It is doing an assessment of your skills and your passions and comparing that to what you're doing now and looking for places where there is alignment or misalignment. So, you know, we go back to our person who's bored at work. They know that they need to do something different. They're trying to figure out what next steps are. So they list out their strengths. What, you know, what things are they particularly skilled at? What have they gotten experience doing in their career that they are, you know, above average at? What have they gotten commended for in, you know, performance reviews, et cetera? So they write down their strengths or their skills, and then they start to look at what they're passionate about. And this can be hobbies. This can be, you know, the things that they like doing outside of work. This can be specific tasks in their day-to-day job and career that they enjoyed. Um, And it's also important here to look at the flip side and look at things that you don't like about your current job. So aside from the lack of growth trajectory, are there tasks or repetitive things that you need to do that you don't enjoy or are not good at? So kind of taking stock of all this stuff. What you're ultimately left with is a list where there will be some overlap between strengths and passion. And the most successful pivots, and I define success as leading to happiness and satisfaction of the individual making that pivot. The most successful pivots that I have seen are ones in which it moves in a direction aligned with that overlap. So if you realize that you enjoy writing about your industry, let's say you're in the financial services industry. You don't really like portfolio management or working with clients, but you enjoy discussing the topics. You like looking at, you know, macroeconomics and global trends. And, you know, you decide that you are going to start a financial blog and podcast talking about how global events affect the market as a whole. This is one example, right? But this is a pivot into a new industry that is within the old one, if that makes sense. So you're still leveraging your career experience and your knowledge, but you're finding a way to take advantage of the infinite opportunity of the modern world with technology. And you're finding a new way to embrace the things about your career that you love and shed some of the things that you don't like. These are the type of pivots that tend to stick and that tend to ultimately work out because what will happen is there is, first of all, there is initial hesitation or an initial hurdle to overcome when you are on the verge of making a pivot because there is a lot of fear involved with leaving the comfort and predictability of your current routine and trying something new. And even if it's in an adjacent industry or in in something that's similar, just disrupting your routine and taking a chance is a scary thing. And I commend anybody who has the ability and determination to do it. But just understand that if you're, you're looking to make a pivot in your career, it's not an easy thing to do. So there is initial resistance that needs to be overcome. Once that initial resistance is overcome, things will be exciting for a little bit. That momentum will carry you through for some time. And then at some point, the fear sets in again when you hit the initial bout of struggle. And this can come sooner or later, and it depends on, you know, if you're able to get traction early or whatever. But at some point, it will feel like you're shouting into the ether 
especially if you're building a presence on social media or on the, on the internet, if you're trying to start your own company or be a solopreneur, as is a popular term now, that requires a lot of time spent feeling like you're writing content and creating things for nobody and until you gain some level of traction. If you do not genuinely enjoy the thing that you have pivoted into doing, nine times out of 10, when you hit that first bout of struggle, you will quit. And I'm not saying you will quit because you are a bad person. I'm not saying you will quit because you do not have willpower and you're not, you know, this, that, or the other thing. You will quit because the upside is small compared to the downside. The cost of failing far exceeds the benefit of succeeding if you do not enjoy what you're trying to pivot into doing. If you do enjoy it, if it's something that brings you joy, if it's something that brings you happiness, if it's lower stress than your old job, if you are genuinely curious about the material and the things that you are doing, those feelings will overpower the fear when you hit that stumbling block. So it's important to consider making sure that you enjoy doing or at least enjoy aspects of doing the thing that you're pivoting into. The other thing about these pivots, the ones that tend to work out, they often do not present themselves to you. So if we go back to our surface level pivot, you know, getting a job, basically the same job at a different company, a lot of times those opportunities will fall into your lap or they will be uncovered without much searching, right? So many companies have so many positions available. They're trying to hire, you know, good talent that if you have a track record, if you have experience, you can probably get a job fairly easily at a different company doing the same thing. Typically, that comes with it, an increase in pay that you may not have been able to secure at your current position. Maybe it comes with better benefits. Maybe it comes with a better schedule. But that type of pivot tends to be easy. It tends to show up, you know, when you're kind of vaguely looking for it. And it usually doesn't require too much effort other than a couple conversations, submitting a resume or, you know, sitting down for some interviews. The deeper pivots, the ones where you have to kind of forge your own path or where you're doing something that is atypical, if you're, you know, trying to create your own thing, if you're trying to, um, you know, Gary Vee talks about this a lot of kind of pursuing your passions and turning it into a career that you love. While it is ultimately more fulfilling, the path there is often less clear or often impossible to see initially. And so if you want to make a meaningful pivot and you want to change into doing something completely different in your career, if you want to pursue a completely different path, which is also possible, just realize that figuring out that path is going to be a lot of trial and error. And you're going to spend a lot of time just figuring out what path you should walk down before you even start doing the meaningful work on that path. So I don't want anybody to be discouraged at the outset by the amount of work involved, because if you can find a way to align your skill and your passion, if you can turn it into a job where you enjoy doing the work every day, you will win over people who are doing something for some extrinsic reward or some end result. If you genuinely love doing the thing that you're doing every day, if you can find something that aligns with that, that pivot is always worth it because you will have staying power. You will be able to outlast people who are in it for the wrong reasons. 
And so for that reason alone, it's worth the initial fear. It's worth the initial struggle. It's worth that initial resistance. Because if you can overcome it, the upside potential for those situations is so massive. Because think about where you are now. If you're considering making a change, you're probably unhappy going to work or at least bored, right? There are aspects of it that are monotonous. There's probably people that you work with who you don't enjoy working with. All of that is negative. And the downstream effects of that accumulated stress and negativity are huge, right? That stress will build up and it will affect your physical and mental health. Scientific fact, studies have proven this. So the downside is apparent and the upside is small. Think about in your current career, if you are bored, if you are stagnant, what is the benefit of staying there another year, two years, three years? If you make a surface level pivot, if you really don't like what you do, it's probably not going to be that much better at another company. Now, the exception is maybe you like your job and you loved it initially, but you work in a negative company culture or whatever, or maybe new management has taken over and it's changed things. In that situation, that surface level pivot, finding an adjacent company may be exactly what you need to do because working for a different team, being in a more positive company culture, that could bring you back to the place of loving what you do. But if you genuinely don't enjoy it anymore, if you don't like the people you work with, if you don't like the industry, if you don't like the way things are done, all of that is going to add up over time. So even though there is some initial downside and struggle to making the change, the upside potential of that is exponential, right? The, the benefits, there are infinite benefits to succeeding and taking the chance to do it. So it's one of those things where life in many ways is about finding the situations where the upside exceeds the risk, right? Where it's, it's optionality, right? It's finding situations where we can take these small bets that have the potential to succeed on an infinite scale. And if we're wrong, we lose some time, we lose some money, we lose some effort and realize that if you're trying to make a pivot and you don't succeed, if you fail to do what you want to do, you can always rely on your accumulated skill set, your experience, your resume. You can always probably find a job doing what you were doing before at a different company or a different place, or maybe even the same company if you left on good terms. But not taking the chance to do the thing you want to do to create your own path. Oftentimes, the cost of that is massive amounts of regret as we get older. The cost can be mental and physical health as stress builds up. And so the downside to not taking the chance often far exceeds the downside of failure. So keep that in mind if you're in a place where you're unhappy, if you are bored at your job, if you feel like it's not a good fit anymore, if you feel like you're not aligned with your career, start looking for those pivot points. Start looking at your network. Start finding ways in which your skills and your passions can align to do something either adjacent to what you do now or something completely different because life is short. And if you want to live a meaningful life, our work needs to fulfill us and be a positive contributor to our lifestyle, not to take away from it. And so consider these things going into the end of this year, the start of next year, maybe now is the perfect time for you to make a pivot. And if you've been on the fence and considering trying it, hopefully this podcast has given you the motivation and clarity needed to make the leap. So until next time, have a wonderful weekend.